Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. March 6, 2019, the Remember the Alamo edition. First up, it looks like Carlos Goshen will be out of jail in time to watch March Madness as a Tokyo court has granted his request for bail thanks to a new legal team with defense experience and, of course, international criticism about Japan's treatment of criminal defendants. The release cost him nearly $9 million, and, of course, he'll have to uh, maintain constant contact and surveillance with the proper authorities. Next up, Huawei has sued the United States in a very interesting case for all you legal geeks out there, claiming that the U.S.'s uh, sanctions against Huawei uh, at, um, are essentially a bill of attainder. A bill of attainder is legislation that unfairly singles out a person or group and that um, Huawei is claiming that all of the U.S. government claims about security problems by using it are just so much uh, hooey. Next up, it looks like uh, at least one clown show is ending as Papa John's founder, John Schnatner, is to leave the board of the company he founded after a very nasty fight. He's going to give up his board seat after he chooses an acceptable successor. In a settlement laid out in securities filing on Tuesday, both he and the company moved towards ending the dispute, which has simmered since at least last July. For those who've been following it, uh, Shatner has made numerous inane comments and generally acted in a manner antithetical to his obligations as a board of directors. So it's going to be interesting to see where Papa John's goes after this. They recently had to bring in new equity and an activist investor was given a seat on the board. And finally, uh, in the case that shows how difficult it is to secure prosecutions against bankers, a federal judge took a very rare step Monday of dismissing a market manipulation case against a Barclays trader, uh, rendering uh, or making his decision before the jury rendered its verdict. In the parlance of uh, criminal lawyers, that's known as a Rule 29 motion, and it's usually denied until the jury reaches a verdict. When the jury reaches a verdict and the court rules, if the court throws out the verdict, uh, a judgment notwithstanding the verdict, it can be appealed. However, a Rule 29 motion cannot be appealed, so it's over and there cannot be a retrial. Um, Once again, it demonstrates how difficult it is for the Department of Justice to successfully prosecute bankers. It's not clear uh, what uh, led the judge to find this, although defense counsel indicated that uh, he simply understood the uh, world of trading and financing that the Barclays trader in question was a part of and that the prosecutors did not. So once again, a black eye for the Department of Justice when it tries to prosecute bankers individually. As today is March 6th, I would ask you to remember the Alamo, the famous last stand battle, which was one of the seminal battles in the Texas War of Independence with Mexico. This is Tom Fox. If you have any ideas for the daily compliance news, please feel free to email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. I'd love to hear from you. As you may know, we've had several new offerings on the Compliance Podcast Network. One of those includes Popcorn and Compliance, where Jay Rosen and I take a look at compliance through the lens of movies, both current, contemporary movies, and classic movies. 
also premiering in December. And finally, Mary Shirley and Lisa Fine have premiered their new podcast, Great Women on Compliance. I hope you will check that out. It's a great podcast series. We have several other offerings that are in production that will go live hopefully in Q1 of 2019. I hope you will check back to see the offerings on this Compliance Podcast Network.